Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. Hey everyone, welcome to the show where we talk anything beer with a heavy emphasis on tasting the beer. My name is Jesse Nelson and as usual, I'm here with my good friend, business partner, and fellow craft beer fan, Adam Stacy. What is up? What's up, dude? How's it going? Did you clean some lines today, I saw. Yeah. This is Getting line. those clean. I gotta clean the lines, man. I spilled a little bit of beer today. It was did frustrating. You, did you get Did you get yeah. it on yourself? No, but I got it all over the shot. Oh, man. Turned into a little bit of cleanup, but you know. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. Cheers, Don't make way. that mistake again. <laughs> Cheers. No. Mm. Yeah, mm. we... Uh, I was gonna be drinking a beer now. It's yeah. been a long day. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you look like you had a busy day today. <laughs> so you just clean lines at the linen shop today, and then yep. next week you do bark, it just fluctuate. Different- yep. Yep, back and forth cool. every two weeks on them both. Keeping the babies clean. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. Bringing mm-hmm. it in-house. Mm-hmm. Bringing mm-hmm. it in-house. Got to do it. Uh, line cleaning is such a big deal, man. I see it uh, It's posted everywhere. We under- obviously understand the value in it, but I just see it posted all the time. Matter of fact, it reminds me, you guys send me some photos of cool. the, uh, of the line cleaning. I'll send you them again. Uh, I pro- I, I'll I would, send you them. I wouldn't look just, you probably did, but I wouldn't briefly look. But okay. Send me some Send me I'll some. Find, I'll dig them up. So we got a cool, uh, cool show for you guys today. We've got, mm-hmm. dude, we've got Jameson sitting here. Yeah. We've got, like, we have whiskey sitting here, which we, I don't think we've done that on the show yet, right? No. Uh, we're drinking, uh, what are we drinking? What's in our glass? In our glass is Bailbreaker Top Cutter, the classic, their uh, flagship IPA. Gold. I was just, I was kind of laughing to myself as I was reading it before it, like, listed on the website as a traditional West Coast IPA, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, like, I wonder how long they've mm-hmm. had that description, like... Like, when did they have to put that label on it versus mm-hmm. just calling it an IPA? Because, like, this beer's been around a while. I'm sure they didn't always call it that. But, yeah, nice and tasty. It's got everything you would want in a, you know, West Coast bitter. Got some of the pine, some this of the citrus, perfect. a little little of everything in there. This is really, really Stacey. good. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll just say something real quick. It's 6.8% alcohol, in case anyone wants to know. 70 IBUs. Yeah, how much alcohol we're drinking today. In case you're keeping track. So what did you what did you bring us here today, man? What are we what are we doing today? We're doing kind of a shoot, I don't know what you technically call it, but I want to call it like a vertical, but it's not not quite right. But yeah. uh we got kind of the progression of top cutter, which then went into Jameson barrels. So we got some Jameson barrel aged top cutter, and then those barrels went back to Jameson to have whiskey aged in the top cutter barrels. So, yeah. Loving it. So, we got the IPA, the barrel-aged IPA, and then the whiskey aged in the IPA barrels. Oh, this is like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, IPA barrels is kind of not really like a thing that I had ever heard of before. So, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of find out what, what if we can pick up some of those notes and stuff. That's the goal. See if we can find top cutter flavors in the in the whiskey. Well, we're definitely heading down the right path with the the, the beers that we're tasting. Yeah, right? to I'm get excited. to get to that point. Gonna get on. So I've actually been to the Jameson Distillery and I visited Ireland a couple of years ago. 
I'm horrible with like times and stuff, dates and stuff. I think it was a couple years ago with my wife. Took a cool little tour, uh, tasted some whiskey, obviously. And then I bought my dad a whiskey that you can only get there at the distillery, which is kind of cool. It was basically just their Jameson aged in charred like oak barrels or something like that. Okay, and, okay. Um, so it has a little bit of a smoky flavor to it. And he only breaks it out for like special occasions. It like has his name yeah. on it. Um, so it was a kind of a kind of a cool experience. So <laughs> it's kind of neat to be drinking. Sharpie's a line where it is yeah, to make sure nobody touches it, nobody drinks it, you know. <laughs> he doesn't bring it out, dude. Because <laughs> my family, they'll tie one on if you bring if you I mean you, you can't bring Gone it out. Tonight. Yeah, you can't bring it out unless unless you're doing That's something awesome. special. That's fun. Yeah. So been there. That's which is kinda cool. And I'm excited you bought this. Where did you get this bottle of whiskey, my friend? Let's plug uh, someone. that one came from Linden Liquor. Cool. Yeah. Love Keeping it. Keeping it local. Shout out to Evan and, yeah. his, and the team. Jen. Uh so it was your birthday last week, right? It was. And yeah. uh, we asked on Facebook yeah. to ask a question, like any questions, they, they want, something they want to know about you. So basically they just ask questions like, what would you like to know about Adam? So this is what we have. We won't go through them all so I can have some for other shows. We'll go through a couple though. The first one uh, from Cindy Lambert Morgan, uh, another uh, tap house owner. And it says, happy birthday, Adam. If you could have just one beer, what would it be? Oof. I know. I wasn't actually prepared for these questions, so I'm kind of... On the spot on this one. But, I like uh, you when I'm blind. This makes me happy. I don't know how I could possibly choose one, but the one that comes to mind that I often find myself tying into that uh, top tier category is Ruben's Crush. Oh, it's just so good. And it's a revolving beer, so it kind of always changes, but it's pretty similar every time. And it's just, it's a nice hazy IPA. Yeah. And I think I could drink it and not get burned out on the IPA thing. That's All one right. of those ones. I don't know. I like it. That's what I'm going to go with for right now. There you go. There you go. Uh, next one down. That Ruben's is, Crash. It's always such a great beer. It really, really is. Okay, next question. This is I random. Keep drinking from, my beer. Yeah, I keep drinking. From <laughs> Daniel Jack. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to know this. It says, what hour of the day or night were you born at? Yeah. What's funny is I got a random text from my mom last week, and it said like, you were born at 2.56 p.m. or something like that. I don't remember exactly. It was somewhere around there, Daniel. But uh, That's hilarious. I was like, okay, like, <laughs> thanks, you know? <laughs> like, I had no idea why she was texting me this. I was like, cool. And it wasn't even on my birthday. It was like a couple of days after my birthday. So I was just like, oh, oh, oh. Why are you telling me this, Mom? I was like, did you just remember that or something? And uh, she's like, oh, no, it's uh, somebody asked on Facebook. And so I was like, ah, he's yeah. keeping tabs on this. Beautiful. That makes me happy to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were a morning, morning baby. Is that what I no, heard? No, no, uh, no. Afternoon. afternoon. Okay. Afternoon. afternoon. Uh, Ricky Ruiz, he wrote, would you be able to give up beer for a year? No way. <laughs> no way, dude. I, I mean, don't know why you, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I could, but yeah. it's like pick your favorite foods and like, be like would mm -hmm. you, you know why, nah, why? Nah, nah. Just, i'm not gonna get rid of pizza for a year i would get uh, you would i would just miss out on so much enjoyment in life you know i thought this one was really good from ray chumley how many different hats do you own <laughs> and how many way different overflow many. hats way do you too own? Many. <laughs> there's no way you're gonna I have that even, count. yeah i don't have I, I don't have a clue but it's a lot it's yeah. too many we have a lot of hats <laughs> yeah, yeah jesse's got some hiding back there too <laughs> yeah i've uh, I, although i do not I haven't purchased very many of those either, so I don't have like a good point. You know, like a shoe buying problem or whatever. I just yeah. I acquire a lot of them through <laughs> random things, yeah, and then yeah. you know, I, I wear through them 
you know fast too. yeah you got to get the you know the new ones when yeah the new ones come out you i know? think i think when overflow when we first started I mean, when we first opened, I think I had every hat, and then now I've slowed down a little bit. I don't have every hat. Anymore, yeah, I don't. I, used I don't to, have every hat we've ever come out with either. Yeah, I used to have Probably every hat. Half of them. Yeah, but uh, I've slowed down a little bit there. So uh, Ray, he doesn't quite know how many hats he has, but he quite has a, few, a lot of like hats. More than twenty, or <laughs> probably like more than thirty. Probably. Yeah. Was it to actually go digging? Um, Ray, uh, again says thirty's nothing. How do you envision? 40 being that's deep Ooh, the new 30 man yeah i mean that was easy yeah we can skip It'll that be one good. <laughs> yeah it's like how do you yeah how do you imagine now uh, you'll be at 40 dude 10 years from now well i have an almost one year old so that'll mean i'm gonna be approaching the teenage years so that'll be a that's crazy fun time <laughs> possibly <laughs> i'm gonna drink a little bit more yeah. you're thinking about having a teenager yeah. but uh oh man dude he's growing up so fast <laughs> yeah but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see where uh, where you guys take overflow in the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll answer that after we uh, grow the company based on how much beer you guys drink. <laughs> um, John Poe, a uh, big supporter of Overflow. Hey, John. Uh, says, what's your all time favorite beer? Just one. And what's your all time? Who's your all time favorite brewer? Brewer is easy, I think. I think I'm just gonna kind of stick with the same answer I gave on Cindy's and. Rubens, I think right. I, I've gone kind of in cycles, but I think right now I'm pretty hot on Rubens oh, and cool. the Crash Beer. Cool. Is he your favorite brewery? I think so. At the I, I think sorry, so at the brewer. Cur- brewer. Sorry. Oh, we're talking like a person. Yeah. yeah I guess Adam Robbins is my favorite right now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we cheers, also, Adam. This is great content. So I'm just gonna keep going through these. I got a couple on Instagram as well. Let's pull them up. People really want to know about you, man. This is awesome. Oh man, I'm wondering if I should save some of these for another show because this is like this is Stefan Elmer and he's like hardest lessons learned during the life of Overflow. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's really deep. Hardest lessons learned during the life of Overflow. This is great. Let's keep doing this. Let's you want do me to this. go into yeah, this? Yeah, let's one? keep doing this. Right, this is let great. Me on this for just <laughs> yeah. a split second yeah. and cut this pause out. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons, man. What's your, 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 your kind of your personal hardest lesson that you've learned? Ah, I, I think pro- it probably has to do with multiple circumstances involving people and working with people and hiring people and especially firing people yeah. and kind of all of the um, really, really, really being aware of what the company needs before bringing people on that aren't needed or... Yeah. Um, putting too much time into trying to make someone work and then having it not work out. 100. Some of those kind of things. So I think that's, that that's been some of the hardest stuff is, is having to go through some of those personnel yeah. lessons. Yeah. HR. You're like chief heart officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was good. That was good. Uh, next one says, what's uh, Tyler Sledvik? What's up, Tyler? Uh, he says, what's hardest about handling two businesses and a family? Mm. And by two businesses, he means two locations. Yeah. Oh, a lot. <laughs> What's not right? It. Uh, I think. I think actually one of the hardest things about the two locations, which is probably not an answer people would suspect, is trying to um, prevent the customers from feeling favoritism towards one yeah. um, over the other, and especially like being in like beer buying side, like. 
it's funny because I hear from both places, like the other place always gets the good beer and it's like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, that's hard. The other place is saying that the other, you guys get the good, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't, you know, go to, go to both is my answer, I guess. But uh, yeah, so some of that is, um, is tricky and then uh, kind of do the stay at home dad thing a lot. And yep. so it basically just another time commitment. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just kind of, I don't know, for me, I, I've always enjoyed kind of that, that balance of struggle of i don't know not over committing but taking on a lot and then not over stressing about it yeah um i was always the kid i was always the the guy in school that would spend you know one hour writing a paper and get a b and be okay with that (laughs) versus like eight hours to get the a you know (laughs) so it's like i don't know it's just a time balance thing of like what's what's important right yeah you're definitely a some multitasking going on with you like that's definitely not my game yeah, I don't you're, have you're much of a choice these yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sending texts know. and emails right now. Yeah, have you I noticed? Know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like waiting for the my baby to pop out and things are going to really change. Um, let's see. Stefan Elmer again says, uh, what would you do different in your 20s if you could go back? Mm. That's a good one. I would have done more like, I would have taken advantage more of the complete lack of responsibility I had in my early twenties. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did a few things, but not a lot. And then it's like, you just don't really realize that it's a pretty like profound freedom to not have, like I'm thinking like yeah. when I was 20 or 21, I just like left and had no job and no rent or no payments and no car payments. And like, not, you know, just really, I could just do whatever I wanted. I was in, yeah. a, I was not in a relationship, I, you know, like yeah. I was just, now there's, you know, good responsibilities, but house, car, business, yeah. I, you know, all those things where you just can't like uh, at the drop of a hat, take off and go somewhere <laughs> and do something. So I think I would have done more traveling and more just like spontaneous stuff. All right. Two more. These are, these are both, these are both a little heady. Christy Lynn says, what's the one thing you do differently when starting overflow? So if you can start overflow taps all over again, what's one thing you do differently? Not waste my time talking to banks. <laughs> you spent a lot of time on that, yeah. man. A lot of time building a business plan specifically for, <laughs> for the them. Banks. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one. Not much else to be honest. I I think I'm really uh, happy in hindsight looking back at how it all went and how everything kind of I don't know. Yeah, it's going bootstrapped. Well. Mm-hmm. Which, and uh. There's so many lessons that came out of doing it that way versus if we oh man did it a, a, a more a fast track way or something. So if you just had the hundred G's, yeah, and just like <laughs> yeah, I think I think we had really had to be conscious of what we were doing and mm-hmm. aware of all aspects of the yeah. business. So yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, last one by Instagram. I can't even pronounce that name, so we're gonna skip that. H J Atkinson. Uh, what is your why? What's your why, man? I like waking up in the morning happy. That's um, huge. And before this, I, wo- I was doing some stuff where I wasn't. And most of my life, I always was. But there was a short period where I realized, like, this is not going to be good if yeah. I don't like waking up happy, you know? And so. Love it. That's really what drives me is I like to do what I like to do. Yeah, dude. I love it. And find a way to do it. Cheers. Cheers. That could have been a show by itself, dude. Well yeah. done. That's awesome. Uh, let's, uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bottoms up, and let's uh, let's start this uh, the rest of the show. Yeah, let's, shall we? Yeah, shall you? You want to do the honors on I will, the? Uh, I will. 
All right. Do you like um? Uh, do you like ice in your whiskey? Does it matter? Uh, are you asking if I want some for the show? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna go neat on it. Cool. Just, uh, Me too. Me too. Not cool it down. Try to get a little more flavor out of there. Good luck, dude. Don't spill it on your laptop. Look how full this thing is. <laughs> oh yeah. You're ridiculous. Look at that. That's a member growler. You're uh, you're holding there, man. Well, now we sell them, but Sorry. no, dude, don't apologize. That's fine. That's great. All right. Yeah, these little seven fifties. We'll, we'll give time to settle. A little yeah. wide mouth. I like them. Yeah. Really dig these things. So have enough beer. So right off the bat, um, oh, a color comparison. I like got it a little bit more. Oh yeah, look at that. The top cutter is pretty light. Um, kind of like golden, very clear. It almost looks like a pilsner compared to the other beer, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and then uh, this one's definitely got some orange color to it. Not quite as clear. Real nice white head on it. I'm actually impressed by the head on this beer. Yeah, so me too. Sticking around, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, right off the nose, I can get some of that uh, mm-hmm. that oak and that whiskey aroma. Mm, I yeah. almost pick up some like gin botanicals. Me too. I'm waiting. I have. A, I was getting that too. I I have a. There's still a little head in my. I'm gonna wait for mine to come down just a skosh before I give an actual. But I do that. I got that as well. Yeah, almost like botanicals mm-hmm. from something. I don't know what that would be from, but yeah. So this beer was aged. I want, okay, this is good. I wondered about this. The reason you don't see barrel-aged IPAs often is because typically you want to drink those fresh because it's hot. So Makes sense. This was aged for only one month in Jameson barrels, so relatively short amount of time for a barrel-aged beer, but yeah. But still cool. 8.7%, so it picked up some alcohol. Um, the other one was what, 7? Yeah, 6.8, I think. 6.8, yeah. yeah. 6.8. Almost 2% up. Yeah, I do get the botanicals in there. Mm-hmm. Almost like coconut or something too. Hey, that's pretty good. It's like almost kind of uh, pina colada-y to me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You get that? I do get that as well. It does taste kind of pina colada, yeah, like a pina colada-ish kind Mm -hmm. of type flavor to it. But not too too bad though. No. Mm, I like this. This is pretty good. One month in the barrel. The whiskey's pretty subtle. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. What's the say for like tasting notes on this beer? Do you have that up at all? I'm kind of curious now. I definitely smell, I would say botanicals or maybe coconut or something like that. That's all right. No worries if you can't pull it up. It's very easy drinking. Like this is going to be really easy to get down. I mean, yeah. this is pretty smooth. And I like it. It's uh, at 8.7, it's a double IPA mm-hmm. alcohol volume. So it's nothing crazy. It's not like some of these barely uh, stouts or they're up in the teens and stuff and you don't want to drink much of it. This is still a pretty good beer. Okay. I did find out some actually. Oh, dude, we were right on. So... Here's the tasting notes I give. If an Irish car bomb cocktail was made with top cutter and Jameson, it would taste like this. Toasted coconut, orange, vanilla, pine, uh, mehul dates. I don't know, dates. Dates. Lots of body and smooth, slightly sweet finish. 8.7%, 70 IBUs. That pretty much nails it. That's pretty much yeah. what I taste in this thing. Yeah, so the vanilla, yeah. That's probably that pina colada yeah. you know, that I was getting in the orange... This is good. Yeah, this is really good, man. Really, really good. It's part of their um their limited imagination station. That small batch program we've That's talked right. about before where they're doing test batches and stuff. 
I should have saved some of my questions actually for to spread them out throughout the show. <laughs> drink and then you yeah, know, and then ask questions. Should have been drinking this. Yeah. Know, next time, a good learning lesson. This well, is good. This is we really... could move into yeah, the. I mean, whiskey, we might as well move into the whiskey, and then we can you know Taste. start doing the drop shots yeah. and yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know just getting wild just with it, right? Crazy dude. Um, you uh, like you're back in your twenties? Is that what we, we're talking about? We can't about? end this podcast till all of this. Is gone, <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. gotta crush the six pack, the growler, oh, and the man, bottle. Oh man, so good. All right, the Jameson. Look at the branding on that. We were no- really talking good. about that. How I'm gonna pull it pull up. Pull that on up this. one more time. Branding is really, really nice. You know, it looks like whiskey. Looks like whiskey. <laughs> yep. We don't have almost to get the same it. color as Top Cutter, actually. Yeah. The original. I like this. You're right. It is very much the color of the Top Cutter. Cheers. This is the second day in the row. We're tasting whiskey together. This is oh, a rare thing oh, for yeah, us too. Yeah, we did yesterday. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That was good whiskey. But yesterday, yeah. what, what was the what's the name of the place again? Uh, probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. At a my homeland, Everson, Washington. There you go. Little plug. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for potential. Yeah. Projects down there. Yeah, that would be that's gonna be sweet. I Just got get some, them on the podcast. I got sometime. some video footage. Oh, the podcast will be great. And I did get some video footage of that conversation you were having as well. Um, but yeah, their whiskey was really good. Single batch. Uh, or single batch. Single malt whiskey. And then they had a gin that I really liked as well. Um, they're not the official sponsors of today's podcast, but this whiskey is really good. It's smooth. It is smooth. Are you picking up any uh, similarities or flavors from the top cutter? I mean, I think I'm getting probably something that I would say would be a tiny bit more citrusy than I typically expect in a whiskey, but that's maybe about it. And I mean, barely. I don't know what it's going to say. Yeah, maybe a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's hard to tell because. I'm tasting whiskey, but it's smooth. Forty percent, eighty proof. So this is the this is the the description that Bailbreaker gives on their website. Cool. On the nose, ooh, it's not nice. I break it down like that. Rich in hops with delicate floral notes. Well, might be a stretch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, it's hard. Might to, be like, a marketing <laughs> description. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to really smell whiskey too without just burning your brain off. <laughs> right. Although this one I actually don't yeah. mind. This is I can I can handle this one. So I'm not really picking up any hop aroma. I think it's hard just behind the alcohol. Citrus notes with some spices and vanilla. I definitely get a little bit of citrus in there. I, I maybe we're missing something because even this bottle. I just look at this bottle. It says rich hops in the tasting notes. So like maybe there's I don't know what rich hops actually smells or tastes like. So maybe we're just missing that part of it. But I mean I don't I wouldn't. It's not like I would smell this or taste this and be like, oh, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I wish it was. I wish it was like a really pronounced hot. That would be kind of fun to try. I'll read the back of this thing. It says, I'm going to just be smart and we're just going to cap this thing because, <laughs> you know, this bottle is very well branded. Um, so the back says, uh, Jameson Irish Whiskey. We've been distilling Jameson Irish Whiskey since ni- or 1780, but we're always open to new ideas. So when we collaborated with Bell Breaker Brewing Company to create an IPA aged in our whiskey casks, it seemed only right to return the flavor. Uh-huh. Introducing a special edition Jameson cask mates from the cask seasoned with Bell Breaker's Top Cutter IPA. A delicious smooth whiskey with extra notes of crisp citrus, orchard fruits, and rich hops, capturing the spirit of the neighborhoods of Seattle and the Yakima Valley. That's cool. Really, what, really cool. Which one's in Seattle? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I'm wondering. Bill Hosley. I wonder if the I wonder if the neighborhoods of Seattle. It's kind of weird. Like maybe yeah. they're hops yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. They did one. I know. I, I I know what they're doing. They did one in with a brewery in Chicago too. Oh, okay. So I think they're just kind of like picking two cities gotcha. and like bail breakers. Visit responsibility dot org. Jamesonwhiskey.com. Yeah, this... Uh, All right, I got one great. for you, man. All right, what do we got? While you're reading, try some of the whiskey Ooh. and then uh, follow it up with the the Ooh. top cutter. Okay. Am I, am I swallowing see- this whiskey? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't intentionally doing it. I just took like a small drink and then I took a drink of the, the top cutter afterwards and see if you get what I'm getting out of that. That's a really good mix. Yeah, it hit me with a lot of citrus, like... Like I brought out a lot more citrus on the IPA than I was originally picking up. Yeah, I'm impressed with that. Mm. This top cutter, man. I mean, this is this is a good beer. I mean, it's a really good beer. Yeah, this whiskey's good. Jameson Castmates. I don't know how long it'll be around with this this. Edition, I think it's but... just like a one off thing. Like gotcha. so, it's probably you know grab your bottles now if you want them, and when they're gone, they're probably gone. I'm gonna do the same. They did thing one in the beer. past, but. I'll do the whiskey and then do the uh, the barrel aged. There's a wreck in the palate. Same same thing <laughs> actually. I think the citrus yeah. notes kind of kind of stand out. I believe. What was I gonna say about the beer? Oh yeah. So this beer will we have this at both locations? No. Where will it be? Where, where, which location? That will be, be at? at Barkley Village. We'll be releasing it during the Spirits Walk. I believe it's the 25th. It is. Um, you're right. Jesse 25th. will fact check that. It is. Yep. And uh, next yeah, Friday. it's fun. It's uh, they're this year they're doing spirits, so it's not only whiskey. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I try to find a couple. You know, I like that man beers to go on with it. So we actually got another beer from them. Should have brought some, but this is a pretty heavy lineup already. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I didn't. But uh, to call you an Uber. It's called. It's part of the um Jameson cocktail cocktail mm-hmm. like with the ale Understood. in there. You know? Understood. Pun pun intended. Irish Mule. So. Ooh, this is another one out of the Imagination Station. It's a beer aged one month in Jameson whiskey, and they added. It doesn't say so. It must not be one of their flagships because it doesn't say what beer. I'll just read it. Whiskey barrel. So aged one month in Jameson whiskey barrels carried twice across the ocean from America to Ireland and then back to Washington State. Oh, so this must be this barrel of Jameson oh. coming back, and then Bill Bricker did another beer in it. That's cool. And, and you have that beer for Beer made with lime peel and ginger root. Ooh. This one's got ginger, lime, vanilla, and mild whiskey burn. It's supposed to be kind of like more of an Irish mule. I like this. This sounds great. And yes, we'll have both of those. Cool. At, at the, the Spirit at walk. walk. Yeah. Cool. So the Spirit Walk is an event where you, you, I think you pay a certain amount to get in, uh, and you go to, I think, 10 or more different businesses in the Barkley Village area in Bellingham, and you taste, uh, I think, it's supposed to be like one ounce pours of of different types of spirits. No, is that I right? Think it's, I think it's like a smaller than oh, a smaller mean, than an ounce because like an ounce is like almost a shot. <laughs> oh you know? yeah, so they're, they're gonna have you yeah, have quite a few yeah. shots. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it was a good time last year. Last year it was uh, last year was just the whiskey walk. They had only whiskeys this year. Uh, I think they got a system to cease letter. They can't use whiskey walk, <laughs> so they use spirit walk, and now they have a bunch, which works out great because now they have a bunch of different spirits, and should be a really fun night. That's next Friday. Uh, the 25th at Barkley Village uh, sometime in the evening. Um, one thing I want to say just while it's on my mind about whiskey. So growing up, I was told never to put ice in my whiskey. Like it ruins the taste of whiskey, right? And I was in Ireland and the very first, and like water as well. Don't put yeah. water or ice in your whiskey. 
And it's like I was in Ireland at this, uh, Chris and I had flown into Dublin and we had taken this road trip across and we were in this tiny little city. I mean, the population was probably like 50 in this, in this little uh, Airbnb. And it went down to the only bar they had in the town and this just super like older, probably in his 70s Irish dude sitting next to me at the bar. He orders whiskey and they serve it him the whiskey in a glass very similar to this one here, this overflow taps like taster glass. And she gives him a like almost like a, a tea kettle of water, like a glass tea kettle of water. And he just takes it, throws it in, throws more in, tastes it, throws more in. And it, it actually opens up the whiskey, the water does. Yeah, I've actually read that. Yeah. And so over there, over at the, at the distill, Jameson Distillery, I asked about ice. And they were like, over here in Ireland, people put ice in their whiskey all the time. It just opens it up. And like, so ever since I, that, ever since that experience, I've never, I've now I, now I'm not doing it now, but like I will put ice in my whiskey to kind of open up the flavors. Yeah. And, uh, one little fun fact about that is if you, the reason why that they used to say not to put ice in your whiskey is because if the alcohol content isn't high enough and you put ice in your whiskey, it creates kind of this, it pulls like the proteins out and it kind of creates this like white haze. Haze. Yeah. Yep. Um, but if the whiskey is strong enough in alcohol, I think it's, I forget there's, I mean, it's literally like, I don't know what it is, like 47.35 or something ridiculous like that. It won't do that. And so if it's good whiskey and you put ice in it, it won't fog up. Anyway, I just wanted Interesting. to. Interesting. Yeah. So if you ever thought about like, if you ever not put ice in your whiskey because you thought it wasn't the wrong thing to do, I mean, everyone in Ireland puts water or ice in their whiskey. So, I mean. Good enough. Little tip. Little fun tip. We should Sweet, have been man. doing that. Opening it up. I mean, this is pretty good, dude. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and I want to go down and have a cigar. That's <laughs> my plan today. Well, dude, this has been a great show. We learned a little bit about you. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know that you were, you know, you were an afternoon baby. I didn't either until like last week <laughs> yeah. or this week. Uh, thanks for bringing this stuff in, man. This is uh, this has been a great selection of beers today, and this whiskey is uh, gonna get drank for sure. Um, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. It's going to stay in. It's going to stay in. Thank you so much for listening. Adam and I truly do appreciate it. We own a social good tap house up here in the Pacific Northwest that donates 25 cents a pint to charities that provide access to clean drinking water in developing countries. And so we started this podcast to just connect with more people and hopefully spread more awareness for our mission. Again, thank you so much for listening.